if there's anything I want to say on this particular conversation is that I don't want you to feel alone. I don't want you to feel that you're doing or bringing to this world what you have to on your own. There are others around who want to help, who want to support you, who want to help ensure that you're doing what you're meant to do. And I want you to know that at times we have to lean on others. Try this bad boy out for science. You are welcome to take a seat at the table where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged, intention starts from a no-judgment zone, a certain age is not criteria, and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable to facilitate a new conversation. Hey, I'm really excited to be here. Guess what? It's International Women's Day and I just wanted to share pretty much some thinking, some insights and just have a conversation around being a woman and then life and a bit of hope maybe for the future I reckon as well. All right, so here's the thing that I I have literally just come off an amazing conversation with a global leader, a woman called Claudia Chan. I honestly just, it's an amazing privilege to be able to have a beautiful conversation with her and just to learn more about what she's thinking, what she's seeing, uh, where she's at at this moment and, and just find out, you know, on the ground, someone that is doing amazing work amongst leadership and finding out more about what that can look like. So uh, it was just an amazing conversation and I'm so grateful, to be honest, to have been able to have that conversation. Hey, if you're on Facebook, make sure that you let me know who you are and and uh, ask her any question because that's what today is about, just a conversation with you and I and, you know, just some thoughts around literally. Uh, you know, I identify absolutely as a woman and it's International Women's Day and I want to celebrate women Uh And I want to celebrate women in living in a society where it's not always been an easy thing to be a woman as well. And I I, I think that it's easy for us to connect and to always say things that are really easy for us to say and how lovely it all is. And firstly, I want to say I think where women are at today is a much better space from where women have been in the past. And I'm so grateful to be in an environment right now where, you know, a lot of cases I find myself as a woman extremely celebrated. And I want to give kudos, I really do, to the males in my world who have really helped me on my journey me as a woman, uh, and also someone that has not always had it all together, 
not that I've got it all together today either. Like I'm just who I am and, and you know, that's the good, the bad and the ugly at times. But I am grateful, seriously, for those that have done the journey with me and particularly men at this moment. I'm just mentioning before I talk about us women. But I just am grateful for the men in my world, particularly at this season in my life, who have got my back and are supporting me because I couldn't be who I am today without that. You know, I want to give a special shout-out to my gorgeous friend, an amazing colleague and partner in life. Yes, no, it's not tacky. I mean partnership in life. And that is Jonathan Bates. Jonathan, you are just such a legend. And I am so grateful for what you have brought into our relationship, our partnership uh, in business I'm talking about, all right, for those that are wondering, who's she talking about? But what an amazing human he is. And I love the fact that he just champions me in the business world that I've not had in the past. And I'm really grateful for it because he lets me fall apart at moments, but then he kicks me up the butt. Trust me, he really does when I need to go, hey, that's enough, let's just get on with it. And then I love it because I do this for everyone else and that is like finding the strategic pathway to the answer, the solution. And sometimes in that moment when it's kind of hard, it's kind of those difficult moments, uh, he's, he's been that voice of logic, that voice of strategy, the voice of, okay, Sure, it's a challenge. Sure, it's tough. Sure, it's a moment in life. And he's bought that. So I'm so grateful for Jonathan Bates. You are an amazing friend and an amazing uh, human to do life with. So that's one one male I really want to give shout out to. Another one is Mike A. Anyone that knows Mike A and uh, knows just what an amazing human he is. Over time when I've gone through some really difficult times in business and having that soundboard of a, a human who is really smart, a human who doesn't take BS and a human that sees potential in you even when maybe you're not producing that result right at that moment, but he sees what you can be doing and what you need to be doing and who you need to be. I am so grateful for Mike A as well. And that has been amazing. And the third guy that I really want to give a shout out to is my husband. I I think Taki, you know, many of you will and do know my husband, Taki Moore. We have done a lot of journey together and a lot of our journey hasn't necessarily been all the easy stuff and the fun stuff that maybe you see on social media. It has been a lot of hard work as well. And I'm really grateful for a partner who, even when I get ready, even when I lose the plot, he is really consistently still there and determined to do the journey with me. And I think that that's a powerful relationship that 
I have not had that consistency and stability in my life, you know, as a young girl. And I didn't have that role model as a young girl. And I'm grateful to have that in a relationship, in a marriage. And even though we don't always see eye to eye, and even though we're both extremely strong will, is that what it is? Stubborn? I don't know. You know, very results orientated, both of us. I am grateful that he is my lover in life and the person I get to uh, wake up with every single day of my life. So I couldn't do me and be me without amazing people like that. That doesn't mean I'm not a strong person myself. I'm just saying I think I go further because I've got amazing strong males in my world as well. So I do want to say thank you to those three amazing males in my world. And I cannot go without who is it you need to give a shout out to, to help, that helps you do and be who you are today? That doesn't mean, and I'm going to keep saying this, that doesn't mean that you wouldn't be who you are and do who you are. I love that we get to do life with people. And I love the fact that sometimes, and, and you know, you, you hear that whole conversation around who you surround yourself and, and the importance of that. What I love about what I love about this is that we can go far when we're strong and who we're meant to be, right? But I think we can go even further when we have amazing people surrounding us in helping us to sometimes see the things even when it's kind of hard to see those things. An example being that, you know, all of us go through challenges and sometimes we get so lost in amongst it. And I think that's the thing that I'm grateful for is when I've got people around me that can kind of carry the load with me. And I was on a call last week with two amazing, amazing global leaders. And I just, you know, they got me to tears. And that's, I'm not often in tears. But I was in tears. And the reason being was I felt so vulnerable in that moment of the two amazing humans who were literally championing me and then going, and we want to help you. We want to help carry that load that you take on, that responsibility you feel for humanity across the globe. And it was just this beautiful moment and horrible at the same time. Horrible because I didn't like being so vulnerable. I didn't like being, you know, the chick that was crying. But I think what I loved about it was the fact that I didn't feel alone. I didn't have to carry the vision alone. And I, if there's anything I want to say on this particular conversation is that I don't want you to feel alone. I don't want you to feel that you're doing or bringing to this world what you have to on your own. There are others around who want to help, who want to support you, who want to help uh, in, ensure that 
you're doing what you're meant to do. And I want you to know that at times we have to lean on others. It's not a weakness. I love that. Vulnerability is true strength. I do believe there's strength in vulnerability. And I think that when we're vulnerable, when we are confident to just be who we're meant to be, there's also kind of a peace. There's kind of that moment where you go, phew, I can just be me. And I'm grateful for those moments where, you know, nowadays I don't have to be anyone else. I always say if you want the soft, if you want the fluffy, if you want the the person that's going to not play big, then I'm not your kind of chick. I'm not the person that you want to be, you know, connected with, working with, whatever it is. Because I don't, I don't want to have to apologize for who I am. And I think if there's anything as a woman today, there is no need to apologize. There is no need to, to walk away from being the real you. The world needs to see you. And And I think that that's what vulnerability brings is when you can be the real you, when you can show up and bring to the world whatever that is. And I know a lot of people talk about masculine, feminine and all of those things and I think like a lot of things, they can be labels and we can get lost down these tracks off. And I think it's really important that we don't get lost in the conditioning of, wow, I've just got lots of feminine, you know, I can't even think what the word is right now. But anyway, whatever that is, right? I think here's the thing that I do think is that we bring what we need to to the table, and when we are who we are and when we're confident with who we are. And I think as a woman that we need you to turn up at the table. And I think there's another piece of this and something that I've had to learn a lot over the years as well. Not only do I need to know that I can come with confidence because I can be who I am, what that needs to look like, The third thing, oh, sorry, the second thing that I think is really important is you don't need permission to be at the table. You have permission. You just need to pull out that chair and take your seat at the table. And so when you turn up and you're confident with being who you are and when you already know you have a seat at the table, I think there's, there's, You're not waiting around for someone else to invite you. You're not asking for someone to see you to be able to go, oh, you've got value, you need to come to the table. You're saying, hey, by the way, because I'm me, because I am who I'm meant to be, I have value I want to add to this conversation at the table. And and I think that has been such growth in my own world is knowing that I haven't had to wait anymore for permission at the table. I have a seat at the table. I've just not always taken that up. And I think as a female that we've not always seen 
that we have permission at the table. And I would love to encourage any female that listens to this, that you have something to add to the table. And that is value. And we need to hear it. We need it added into conversations. And we definitely know that with more females at the table, we are going to build out a culture that has sides to it that maybe haven't been part of culture in the past. You know, I, I always go back to, and, and I know as a female sometimes this is irritating, but I want to go back to this piece, the nurturing side of a female. There is something about a female, like I know, and I can, I can only speak from my point of view on this one, but, you know, as a mama bear, I've got six beautiful children and I have three grandbabies. And now two puppies too, so there's a mix for you. But here's the thing that I know about my personality is that I really love nurturing. I love making sure they're okay. I love caring. And I often, even in our everyday life, our daily life, there's moments that I've had to go, I know we're meant to be doing this over here, but I can see they're really struggling right now. They're not even listening to what is being said over here because something's going on in their world. And I know that's my nurturing side, my side of I just want to know that we're looking after them as a human first. And I think that's something as a female that's not that males don't have it. I think it's just not being a, a thing that is being cared for in a male's trait, a characteristic. And I think it's something you can really bring to the table as a female. There's times when I'm at a boardroom table. There's times when I'm, I'm at the table and that's full with maybe amazing males at the table and it's all about business. And it's all about the numbers. And it's all about, by the way, all these things are important. Don't get me wrong. But there's that moment in time where I go, and what about the people? What about the community? How are we thinking? How are you going to be able to do this? Like you want to get out there and you want to run these programs, but do you have capacity to do that right at this moment? Now, that's the nurturing side of me as a female. And so if I wasn't at that table, it would have been missed. And that's just one tiny little thing that I bring as a female that I know is not such a common thing. Now, there's so many things. And uh, I wish I knew how. How do I? Um, oh, um, I'd love to bring Juliet. Are you anywhere that you can actually come on this conversation if I send you the link to here? I'd love to bring you on if I can because I think today is a great day for a conversation if you're up for it. Um, and if so, I can put it into your messenger. I don't know oh, don't know how you do it otherwise from here. Um, here's, here's the thing. So, so first I think it's being confident. It's being able to have, you know, that 
you know, bring whatever that value is in knowing that you've got value, then it's already number two that you've got permission, right, at the table. Like you've already got that. You don't need it. You don't need to be asked. You don't need to be be uh, encouraged, oh, do I have do I have value to add? You've got value to add. We know you do. And then I think third, okay, not really. That's all right, Juliet. That's all good. Um, thank you for messaging back. Um, here's, the, here's the thing that I love about it, right, the third thing, I think, is that you don't need to keep up with the males. You need to keep up with what you've got to give voice to. In other words, you if you need to be a stronger voice at the table, then find the resources, the tools, the, the skills that you need to bring to the table and, and then be able to deliver on that. If you need to have a stronger voice, in other words, you need to speak up, learn to speak up. I have not always wanted to speak up. I don't always, even to this day, want to speak up. I know many of you think I do. Uh, but I think what is interesting is that if you have a bigger vision beyond you, that you will you will literally give voice to it. So I don't know about you, but I have not always been good at giving voice for myself. And I know, Julianne, who's on here, you would be probably one of those people too that would agree with me that you've not always been someone that's been able to give voice to yourself. But, boy, have I seen Juliet do some amazing work across the globe because she can give voice to other humans and she has a vision beyond her own self. And I think... When you can come to the table, add your value, know you've got permission and know that you have a vision beyond yourself, that that's why you're at the table. It's not all about you. And it's then, then you will feel confident to be at the table. And here's the other thing that I think is so important about that is when we're confident with our voice, confident that we already are meant to be there, that we've got value to add, we don't have to prove ourselves. And I think that's been something that women have felt and continue. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's all the better roses with females nowadays. I just think it's better than it has been. And what I'd love to, to make sure is that we continue to move it forward that we continue to make it acceptable and not just acceptable but an awesome place for both males and females to be at the decision table. And I think the other thing, see, this just gets me, I knew there was lots inside of me, but this gets me excited because I think, um, I love this, I think women have a greater ability to think beyond themselves. I do too, Jason. I really do. And, Juliet, you're saying you bring different perspective to most boardrooms. Yes, that's true. They need fresh ideas and views. Otherwise, they end up in the group think. When you're confident in who you are, uh, you know your value, so that's really important. And then it's like uh, knowing that when you've got a vision beyond yourself, 
that actually you will stand stronger even when sometimes you can't do it so much or give voice to to you. And I think that that's really important. And here's the thing that I, I really am passionate about right now, and that is that, uh, you know, I've said this, this will be the third time, but I'm going to say it again, is that I think women today are at a much better space than what was in the past. And I think there's still a lot of work to be done. So I want to give a little thought around, a conversation around the future. I, I don't think there's enough future talk right now. And I think, you know, you know that saying where if you don't aim for anything, you're never going to hit anything or whatever it is. I'm dyslexic. It's something like that. If you know what that actual saying is, just chuck it in the comments. But you know, and I see that big target thing and it's like if you don't aim for something, you're just never going to hit that. And I think we need to start getting a bigger vision to to how women can have more seats at the table, how women can be able to bring their, their value to the table and how women can show up in in ways that are going to help and benefit the human race because I want to be clear and that's why I wanted to, you know, give some shout-outs to the three guys that I are just amazing humans in my world and I'm so grateful for because it is not and it cannot be at the cost of males. I, I don't think or at the cost of other people that look and sound different to who we are. This is not more females, get them at the table. It is more females at the table, but that is part of it's it's added extra width. And I think this has got to be said and not to hold back on the conversation like this uh, because, you know, I have amazing young men in my life that called my sons and I will champion them to have seats at the table and just in the same way I will champion my daughters. I want them to have. I think, and, and I'll be interesting having a conversation with Jason when he comes on here. When you are able to champion other people that don't look the same, don't sound the same at the table, you're able to get more flavor. You know when, I think the thing that I love about eating really healthy, and this is kind of really random, is I love the taste of being able to taste the food. I think there's a lot of time there were lots of sauces put with food and we didn't get to taste the yumminess of the actual flavours within the food. And I, I really love spices because it brings out even more flavour to the table. And I feel like that's what the human race, when you have different humans of different flavors at the table it adds such beautiful spice to the conversation it adds flavor to the conversation that maybe maybe was a little bland before or a little of the same before a little of that repeated sort of oh almost you've become numb to it because it just keeps tasting the same and I think that's what I love about the human race is when you can see whether whether the person looks really different to you, sounds really different, when you can see 
and the value that someone else can bring, oh, it's so powerful. And I think that's what's exciting about the future of, of women. When we see women, a part of the human race, that bring something different to the table that maybe someone that doesn't look like, sound like, isn't bringing to the table. I don't know. I'd love to know what you're seeing. What are you seeing? Are you seeing more women at the table? Are you seeing uh, in culture that women are being raised up as part of, you know, the valid human race in, in value to the human race. And, and I really are interested also in what you're seeing with women around decision-making because, you know, that is a huge part of my work of who's making decisions and is it actually part of the solution that we're looking for and needing as we're going forward? Because that to me brings hope is when we've got more decision makers at the table that are looking different, sounding different, and bringing some new innovation to the table. Because I don't know, I'm a little tired of some of the stuff that's been going on. I'm a little cranky and not just a little of some of the yuckiness that's going across the globe. And I think part of the hope that we have is that we are all made up and are a part of the one thing that's the same for every single one of us is that we are the part of the human race. And that means we all, all have much value to add, to learn from each other, to grow from each other. All right, Jason, are you around? Uh, I reckon we've had our five minutes. Are you uh, coming on board, my friend? I want to have a conversation. If there's anyone else that feels like they've got something to add, there we go. Here he comes. I'm sitting him to the stream. You are there. You're live, sir. You're live. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I just really wanted to have a conversation with you. I haven't seen you for a while. Yeah, yeah. It's been ages. I love Chris your conversation you've got today. Um, oh, you know, thought I should have a little bit of a conversation around, you know, woman and and in thinking and how it's sort of added value to the human race and and uh, I think it's only appropriate that you're on the other end of this conversation oh thank you very much yeah I, look one I have my mom is a business owner she's seven figure business owner she's been an amazing catalyst for strength in the way the hairdressing industry has been um, displayed in Canberra and Australia and around the world. And it's really interesting having a mum, you grow up and the mum is the one that owns the power in the house. Mm. So I've grown up with powerful women. Um, My my wife is the same and Mm. um, she's got an absolutely amazing voice. And I think there's this amazing thing that women do that men are missing which is this ability to diversify conversation. Hmm. Because Tell me more think, about that. That's an interesting concept. Well, the guys that, like, especially in business world, they're thinking numbers, money, how to make it work. Yeah. And women are constantly thinking people. 
Mm. They're constantly in that place of going, how can I bring the best out of the human race? It's a, mm. it's a concept where, that women just do so naturally. I think it's from bearing children. In my opinion, you just have that natural ability to be looking humanitarianly in the way that you lead. Mm. And it's default mechanism. Hmm. So the concept that I see for women, and I see a lot of women, um, I, I run an academy to train people to become mentors, and quite often the, the women take a back seat and they're not willing to mm. stand up and be really counted for their magic. So yeah. they're willing to say, I'll take a step backwards and, I'm, and I really encourage them to take a step forwards because they are here to, here to bring that sense of peace and connection back mm -hmm. to this planet and women do it better than men. Mm, I don't know if women do it better. I just think women are used to I, this is yeah. where I don't know. See, I don't know if it's ever about better. I just think there's more maybe common traits of woman doing it as a role model, as an example, because I had this amazing guy in my life and although he wasn't one that I gave kudos to, I should have because at the beginning of this conversation, his name's Jeff Booth. He has been an amazing human in my world. I have never known someone who is so caring. Someone, he, he was... I, I used to work with the youth for many, many years as a young person and uh, I was under his leadership for quite a few years as a, as a teenager and, and then in my, my, young, my young 20s. And uh, so just last week, you know how it is. And uh, he, he I, I will never forget, it was just the strength that he had but this beautiful nurturing I had never, ever seen in a male before in my life. And he was always caring. He was always, in fact, his wife was a strong sort of more, you know, what is it, operational, more the, you know, uh, direct, the strategic, the all that sort of side of it. And he was this caring, more nurturing, very much, very smart, but he brought his, his human side yeah. as number one rather than the smart side as number one. And I, and I will never forget him because, and he's still a beautiful friend of mine, Years later, you know, where he was my leader at one time became very much a mentor and then became very much a friend of mine. Uh, and even to this day, I think he's my pillar of it's not female male. Yeah, it's, I love that. It's because we just haven't seen it role modelled by other people. Like I don't know that I've ever seen it the same as I have that he bought that day in the very first time I met him and then through being under his his leadership. But I can tell you it has made such an imprint on who I am and I continue to be today because I think we, I don't think we're better. I think we just do it more often because it's yeah. like anything, it's been exercised more because maybe yeah, it's like, it's because it's, it's come like from being a mom. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, for me, 
um, what you just said about um, about him. This is what often people say about me. Yeah. Um, Kira Marie, people look at me and say, you're a leader that I've never, ever met as a man that actually mm. has at the forefront of nurture and care in my pocket. Yeah. And that's really, really normal. Like I hear that all the time. I bring the safety, the connection, the the, the feeling to the table, which when I go into a, a male group, mm. I don't fit in. Mm. And that's really challenging for me as a leader, as a male, because I'm trying to bring a form of male leadership in our academy that actually brings vulnerability as the, as the forefront. And um, but this is what people have said, is that, you know, you as a leader, I've never met a male who's so vulnerable, um, expresses how he feels and says what's really going on under the, under the covers, because a lot of leaders hide how they feel and what they're thinking yeah. behind closed doors. And I've had, you know, a lot of really big, you know, seven-figure, eight-figure earners. Just one mm -hmm. just recently came to see me. He was, mm. he's, I think he's in Black Belt, um, mm. and he just said, I'm happy, Jace, I need you. Yeah. And, you know, he's never, ever trusted anyone, and he, he yeah. just messaged me and said, I need you, Jay, to give me a hand, and mm -hmm. I've just turned the tables of his you know, that all of that meltdown that a lot of men just do not yeah. and are too scared and not willing to express on the table in front of people. Okay, so here's the thing. When it comes to things, and thank you for being so real on that, but here's the thing around this is that you know how hard it is for you to narrow that gap of bringing this that is not what is role model, not, you, you know, what maybe people are used to, bringing that to tables where you don't fit. It is uncomfortable. How do you bridge that gap? Because that's how many females have felt. And that's why I'm saying, like, we have to, as a female, feel confident in what we're bringing. We have to know that we already have permission, just like you do, to be at that table because I believe every human has permission to be at it. Whether or not your voice is going to be listened to, that's a whole different story. But everyone has permission to be there. How do we do? How do we do that? What What are you doing to help you to feel or to narrow that gap? Because, by the way, I'm not always, or I have not always been wanted at the table. And I have seen that in so many situations, one very raw one not that long ago last year. And that's because I think differently. I am going to stand up if I feel that I've got value to add that needs to be listened to, whether or not you choose to listen to it. I want to be able to voice that. I also want to give others at the table the room to have a voice and that's not always comfortable for everyone either because they're not used to giving everyone a voice at that table. And I always talk about this with my work that I think there's so much on the old approach that as long as we're yes people and we agree to this is how it's always done. This is how we're going to do it. This is what then we're very welcome at the table. Yeah, and I, th I think um, this is why I like it. From When I look at you and me as an example, mm. right, I'm, I've got that really soft nurture. It's more ex if I go into it, let's say we go into the boys' meeting 
and yeah. it's uh, full of boys, mm. um, you can come in as a female and be far more accepted with your voice and your values because you're coming from a different angle. If I come in, it's far less accepted from a male perspective when I hang around the boys' boys. So if it's I come so in... It's interesting because I would disagree sometimes, but I like the fact you think that. That's how Here's I a, feel. But he, I know, and this is yeah. what I think a lot of females feel and why more females are not at the table. Mm. That's why we're having this conversation because I actually think it's so important. Here's the thing. I've not always felt confident to be at that table and I don't think I've always been accepted at that table. I Well, I know I haven't. So even to this day, I'm still not always accepted at the table, but I choose to be at that table because I, I know that I need to have a voice at that table. So I think that's one thing, right? Yeah. And I think on the other side of it, like I get – I actually really get what you're talking about there because if I have a table and it's full of females, I am more accepted. And this has changed, by the way, over the because I think this is a positive that has come over this whole last couple of years that I have had a lot of females who are now way more like literally pulling them out of the woodwork, right, who are wanting to have each other's backs, mm. who are wanting to be at the table, even if a female's really strong at the table. So I might be female, but I'm not your everyday female. No, like, I know that. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that has not always been comfortable for me because I don't get accepted at the table. I either oh, she's just so amazing. I want to be like her one day. So they put you up on this pedestal, which, by the way, I am so not like that and you know that. But there's the other side of it where it's like, oh, who does she think she is? Why does she think she has it all? Oh, you know, and so I'm absolutely. So I have found it very difficult to be at the table with females. Yeah, well, that's really interesting because I, if there was a t table of males and females yeah. and I had a choice, I'd be going straight to the female table. And I would be the opposite going that way. Yeah, opposite interesting, way. isn't it? Isn't and it? So, and I think yeah. there's something in this, right? So maybe because having experience with you, I melted mm. down the first time we met. Um, <laughs> yes, I do you know, remember. You called, you and you've said it a few times, yes. Yeah, and I have because I, I'm willing to share that vulnerability. I mm. think... One of the things that I love about you mm. is your, and this is a capability that you have as, as a person, let's just mm. call it a person, your strength. Yeah. And mm. I think people can be really intimidated by a person. You yeah. happen to be a female who's so strong and is willing mm. to build that fire around the, the campfire and light the match. And when you've got that ability to light the match at the campfire, then you can be, you can come into the men's group and say, I'm willing to light that match. And the men can go, okay, right, I, you're here. Who am I to say and stop here? Yeah, uh, yeah that's right. And you, I think this is what's mm. needed from a women's perspective to actually know that strength is mm. a capability as opposed to a male experience oh, you know we're looking at nurture and we're looking at mm -hmm. strength and strength is typically a male 
domination mm. experience. Whereas what I see you do is you're bringing, uh, as a woman, you're bringing dominion to strength. And that's mm. very, very different. And so when you come in and I guess as you experience women sort of lifting up to that strength and knowing that that's what you're here to provide the capability to the value to strength, yeah. then the nurture is always there on the back end and the strength's not necessarily being there and it's gone missing in a lot of women. I think for what you do, you bring that capability to give people the, the voice because you've got that strength, which is naturally a male where you would go to the male table Yeah, because that's where it sits Yeah, in, in that idea. Does that make sense? Yeah, I've always been fascinated in the strength that males have and the confidence in which males make decisions. And I've always been fascinated to why does a guy think they can do it and yet females have gone, oh, I can't, this is just too hard or I've got no idea. And I have literally, I mean, the only reason, and, and I've, I, you know, I see it as such a, a um, positive and such a a privilege to to have you say that you have such strength because I've not always been that strong girl. I've not always been that strong female that has felt confident to be at the table. So I've worked really hard to get to where I am in who I am to know that I've got value to add at the table. And I think that's interesting because it's now the thing that in some tables that's gone against me, but I am so grateful to, to I love what you said, the capability that I have. Now, that has not come without a cost because here's the thing that I learned was I was that very nurturing, very touchy-feely, emotional. I was that that person at the table. I really was. And I know for so many of you, maybe yourself included, you go, yeah, right. I was. I literally was. But I realized in my work, being like that without the strength and without like even the way that I don't do all the fluff like most females that I've known in the past have done. And and I don't need all the big stories and I don't need all of that. I just want us to keep moving forward without all of that. The reason I play there, the reason I'm confident there, the reason there's strength there is it never served me or others around me when I was really emotional and when I was, uh, you know, um, and I realised that there were lots that could do that and there weren't many that could actually not just have conversations around it but actually move people and shift paradigms because I think that's what I'm, I'm trying to say there. Well, Does that make well, sense? Yeah, it does. I remember giving you a cuddle one time mm. walking down in um, in Melbourne because you, yeah. you were emotional and mm. um, and yeah. we were having a bit of a conversation and I just put my arms around you and, and, you know, it was so nice to actually see you in that place. And my question to you around this, and mm. this is a question, is can we blend the emotional strength 
to actually yeah. make that wholeness come alive on the table? Is that a possibility? Oh, you just remind me. You're reminding me of a situation. Again, this is a pretty vulnerable one for me. But I was at a table and, and it literally brought what you're bringing right now in this conversation to the table. And that was they basically I was too strong, I was like too logical, strategic, I, you know, I wanted to play too big and they found I wasn't emotional enough. Uh Here was the interesting piece about that. What I want to know is how many males have been asked that at the table? We, We don't know where you're at because we, you know, you're not showing enough emotion. So there's been times where I have felt that I have laid it on the table, been emotional, and you've seen that and I've connected on that. I'm okay with that at the right spots. But here's the thing. When is it too much? When is it not enough? And just because I'm not showing it like that, I'm actually being direct because I want you to get the result because I feel so much for you. Yeah. that if I don't do this, you are not going to get that moment where you go from emotion to actually owning it for a change and a shift to happen. And I don't know that I have the answers on this. Well, I just know that it's, it's, it's an issue and I see it a lot of my life. Well, maybe um, what I'm hearing that you mm. have as a, as a capability that a lot of people don't maybe get is emotional strength. Like when you, when I see you, like when I see you in your pocket, yeah. your passion, which is emotion, mm. builds a crescendo of magic to the table and that's what you bring mm. and that's an emotion. Like there's emotional strength and I don't yeah. think people understand that um, capability that a lot of people had. So when you lift your octave, mm. everyone goes right. It's like a wind tunnel. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna have to listen because the emotional strength is what creates the power. But a, a lot of people who are missing that emotional strength would say, of course, you don't have enough emotion. Where you're actually mm. displaying, like right right now, my tone's shifted into that. Yeah, that passion. Mm. And mm. I've just lifted the octave on purpose to say, okay, this is what mm. you bring to the table and how you do it holds emotional strength. And I think yeah. this is what I'm hearing from you, um, <laughs> which maybe not is not accepted from mm. the woman's table from what I'm hearing. I think it's just not, again, role modelled. It's not not something that is the norm. It's not something It makes people feel uncomfortable, yeah? Yeah. And I think that's that's the issue that so many have is that this is not comfortable, Jason. Yeah. The way you are is not comfortable because they're not used to that. The way I turn up, it's uncomfortable for many. It doesn't make it wrong or right. I think it just makes people feel uncomfortable. And I think we have to be comfortable yeah. at what that is. And no, see, I am so emotionally, you talk about human trafficking, I will be bawling my eyes out. You talk about what is happening on the front line, what's happening in Ukraine. Man, I am listening to people on the ground all the time. Why? Because 
how can I help from here? What can that look like? Do you know what? how I can help? I can help more women be able to be who they're meant to be. I can help leaders to actually become leaders that lead that are going to help narrow that gap from problem to solution. I don't have all the answers, but I have a voice. You have a voice. And because we are different, we bring different things to the table. And I think that's what I get excited about. I feel so passionate. Like someone said to me, I don't know if you saw my post, but it was a pretty vulnerable post. Actually, I'll go back to it um, because I'll, I'll do it damage if I don't go there now. I just wanted to, to, to mention this because I think this kind of brings full circle back to, to what, um, what I'm talking about, and that is some days it just doesn't feel worth it just a huge mountain to climb. I'm seriously considering to walk away from it all. To become a researcher, to spend the rest of my days hidden away where I gather data, connect the dots with my insights and write. That's all I wrote. And I felt very, very honestly so connected to that. Why? Because being different is damn hard. And, you know, doing it differently is tough. But I think... We have to stick together. We have to support each other. And that's what I'm hoping as bringing hope to the future of this and more women having more spots at the table and yourself having more spots at the males' tables, by the way, Mm. that we do it as a collective. Yeah, I think that's so important because we have to be different to clash to make change. And that's, yeah. that's, that's the essential ingredient that we all need to do. We have to be different. If it's the same, it's the same result. So we have to, you know, and that's where, you, you know, the courage has to be there and the strength like that you have, um, which I completely admire about you as a person. I've said that to you so many times. I just really You have, but I'm listening now. Thank you. And off you go. Thank you. Appreciate right. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Anna, thank you. You're amazing. Okay. Right. I saw you. Thanks. I'll take that. How cool was that, right? Like, I'm so grateful Jason jumped on the call and uh, none of that was prepared. So I hope you got a lot of value in that. And like I said, I have no idea what's going to go on on the decision table and uh, when I have conversations on here. But I just hope you got value. I hope that wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever value you have to add at the table, you bring it confidently. You bring it knowing that you don't have to ask for permission to be at the table. You have an invitation. You just need to take it up. And I think the third thing is that when you have a vision beyond yourself and a vision that brings hope, that you will give it voice and you'll do whatever it takes, even if it's not your skill set, even if it's not the things that you feel confident necessarily about. All right. I just want to finish up giving shout outs to some amazing, uh, beautiful women in my life. Uh, You know, I've not always felt confident in who I am as a female I was one of those young kids that grew up and I was told oh you're such a tomboy and uh, so I didn't know what a cool female looked like 
And, uh, you know, today I got to have a conversation and it's going to come up on the Global Human Intelligence podcast with an amazing woman called Claudia Chan. And I'm so grateful for all the women from um, Ingrid, from Ali Brown, uh, Ingrid Vanderbilt, from Ali Brown to some of the amazing women uh, who I know, uh, Danau, uh, you know, across the globe who are standing in places as a woman leader and really using their voice on their platform to, to shift some of these paradigms that we've talked about today. So, and I want to say thank you to an amazing woman actually married to the guy that I was talking about, Jeff Booth, Sue Booth. You have been an amazing woman in my life from a very mother nurturing sort of relationship and uh, as a leader, you know, and me under the fold to a very much a mentoring to very much a beautiful one of my besties, one of my close friends. So Sue Booth is another one. To uh, my young girls, I think one of the amazing things about my girls, you know, I always wanted to give my girls a voice and I sometimes regret it. I really do because they have a voice. No, I don't really regret it. What I do is that it's been amazing watching Aroha and Jacinta grow into these young teenagers now, or almost for Jacinta, and to really find their strengths and find how they need to have a voice here because they are the next generation. And I think it's really important that although we might not have had role models in the past, I think that's something we can do really well as strong females, as nurturing females, as in females. What are some of the amazing traits? I, I can't wait for people to put in comments, you know, this is something as a female that I have. Uh, I'd love to learn. I'd love to hear what others are saying. So in the replay, please put in the comments, uh, you know, so that we can learn what are some of the other traits? What are some of the other things that are strengths that you know as a female or you've seen in a female? And give shout-outs. Give shout-outs to some amazing people in your world that have. Uh, and just to finish up, there was this amazing lady and her name was Reverend uh, Catherine Hollister-Jones. And I've talked about her before in the past, but she has definitely been one of my female role models. She never married. She literally was like Mother Teresa, did lots of work in, in India and uh, on the front line and, and brought much hope to the Indian culture in the environment and in the landscape there and I would have the privilege of literally when I was back where she was and she was back in New Zealand at the time that I would be able to connect and have conversations with her and I will never forget sitting at her feet literally and she would just tell me stories of what she's done who she would connect with, the conversations she would have, how she saw 
herself in it, what she saw was missing. And I learned so much from this amazing woman. And I am so grateful. You know, she's no longer here on earth, but I am so grateful that even when I didn't see it in myself, she saw me as a leader. Even when I didn't see that I had value at the table, she saw it. And even when I didn't know that I had the capacity to to play even a little space, let alone a big space, she saw it in me. So if I can just leave you on this amazing International Women's Day with some thoughts, I hope that this conversation brings more curiosity, helps you if you're a woman and you see this, uh, that you have some things that you can take on board. And if you're a male, to see that how you treat other women, how you treat others that don't look the same, sound the same as you, has a massive impact on how we can do this better. And that, thirdly, it's important how we role model and even just being who you are. Make sure, make sure it's going to role model what is needed across the globe. Big love to you all, and uh, I look forward to being on another conversation on the Decision Table Show. Amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, ensure you leave an awesome rating and review. Our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness, activates ownership to what is next, a curiosity for the need to be part of the change, and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, then apply to join us at our next Leaders Movement Parlay. The link is in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, and movement changers. Big love until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.